Hello, this is George Jardine from Adobe Systems. This podcast is one of several that I recorded during the Adobe Lightroom Iceland adventure. The adventure was created by Mikkel Åland and O'Reilly Publications and took place from July 28th to August 5th, 2006. For more information on the adventure, be sure to check out Derek Story's posts at digitalmedia.oreilly.com slash adventure. Thanks very much and enjoy the podcast. All right, it is Friday, August 4th, 2006. I'm George Jardine, and I am back with another Lightroom podcast with John Isaac, photographer from New York City. We are here in Nesbud, Iceland, on the Adobe Lightroom Adventure. Welcome, John. Oh, thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, it has been a great week. Yeah, what a week it's been, huh? You've gotten some fabulous photographs here this last week. Well, I don't know about how fabulous it is, but it's a new thing for me. Like I, when I worked at the UN, I traveled to more than hundred countries, but never been to Iceland in my life. You know, so when this offer came, I thought I just jumped on it, and it was such a great pleasure to be here and to see all these new flora and fauna and the landscape. It's just stunning. Yeah. yeah, wow, what a place. So you've gotten some photographs here. Um, what's been the most striking thing about your, your visit to Iceland here in terms of photographing it? I think in the beginning I was a little bit puzzled because it it almost looked like moonscape. I've never been to the moon, but, you know, everything. But then uh, at the same time you have this beautiful greenery and uh, each 20 minutes you drive, you see something completely different. And I... I don't think I've ever been to another place like Iceland, so I'm planning to bring my wife back here, you know, to see. And so, uh, overall, I think it was a total experience. And everybody said that there's also puffins out here, you know, which I thought was funny because I'd been working with the puffins in Maine, uh, in the U.S., and uh, even recently a picture I did is going to be in an ad. And then, sure enough, Russell Brown was so excited he kept saying let's go see puffin and so we did see on the third day when we went and which was great yeah interesting little creatures to photograph huh where did you find this one i'm not sure of the place but i there was a sea uh, of uh, black sand you know and and i don't know what the town is called but uh, these little guys they go in these little burrows and they bring their food for their chicks and so it was great we had to climb up and it was a little bit uh, uh, scary for me because I'm afraid of heights. So uh, two of the guys who were with me, including Russell Brown, they brought me down and and uh, because I was not prepared for walking on those little ledges, you know. So and it was great to see them. And sure enough, I got a pretty decent picture. I, yeah. I kind of like this one. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. They look so friendly. And uh, there's some conflict about whether or not we should be eating them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I also don't want to be a hypocrite and say, I mean, I, I eat meat, I eat everything. So um, one of the things for me is that after I left my work at the UN as a photojournalist, um, I think in 94, after I did the uh, Bosnia war, as well as... Uh, the Rwanda back-to-back, -back, I had a nervous breakdown and I wanted to get away from journalism and finally I quit my job from the UN and I really took a liking for uh, animals, birds and uh, even now I split my time in New York 
where I live to take my time to go somewhere and observe these creatures and photograph nature. And so this was another added thrill for me to mm. see the puffins. And, oh, an opportunity at the right time, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. What's next? This was, oh yeah, this is that big church in Reykjavik. And on the day we arrived, decided to run around and take some pictures and uh, I saw this cathedral and I also just recently got my uh, fisheye lens and I wanted to uh, use that and while I was framing I saw this young lady lighting up the candle so this I took uh, in that church in Reykjavik. Nice. Thank you. I saw a couple of other photographs of the church but this is certainly a unique view there. This is the Again, I don't know the place. I have to go check the uh, my files to see where I took this. But this is a black church, and they said this was... Uh, it's right by the uh, sea, and it, I, I believe it was a fishing village. So uh, I wanted to... It, it was stark and beautiful, and the little mountains in the back, and, and um, a simple uh, landscape with a church. And, and I think, in a way, it represents... Um, Iceland, no matter where you go, you see a little steeple and a church, you know, so. Mm -hmm. It's a great shot. And the horses, the horses yeah, are everywhere. Everywhere, and I love horses because I photographed on assignment the Mongolian horsemen, and I also did way back a picture of the Moroccan horsemen, which won the best photograph of the year. So, and I also like them. They're so, f the, these horses are very different, and they look different and I was told that they are thoroughbred from way back the Vikings brought the horses and and uh, they're very stocky and uh, just beautiful and I saw these two were there and when we went down one of them just came to the fence and the other guy was just standing on top of the little uh, mound and so um, I kind of like this picture yeah I think very that, nice yeah thank you I was with uh, Bill Atkinson and we, you know, he's so serious about all his landscapes with a big format camera. Um, and um, he was doing this big view of the uh, waterfalls and I just saw one little segment. I always like to not just do the big um, picture. I mean, you do the big picture too and then you just look at little things and this was just one little spot there where uh, the the water was going over the rock and it almost looked like a face of an animal or something. So that was done with a very slow shutter speed. I think it was like tenth of a second or something. So it's kind of interesting. You don't know what it is first. And no, that's nice. I see you're, um, you're hitting some of the major themes here. You've got uh, the water is a big theme here in Iceland, the horses, the church. So uh, it's you know it's pretty evident that your uh, your storytelling skills are uh, in full swing here. Thank you. It's a nice That's, overview of, of what we've seen. Thank right? you. I I was actually disappointed because I didn't shoot a lot of big images and you know so I I did shoot some but I always like I think for me uh, framing a picture is just using that little screen your your frame your rectangular frame as an easel and then to no matter whether you see the whole picture or whether you put a you know a wide angle lens or you you just go in with a macro and see uh, it's the same easel it's just that 
if you're able to make a composition both ways. And that's why I always look at the big thing as well as go into something really small and then see what it is. Mm. Nice. And, and these are the mountain goats, I guess. Oh, just the goats. They they are all over the place, you know. And and he just sheep turned around. Too. and yeah. a Sheep, sheep, yeah. yeah. Just beautiful. And they, they are just gorgeous. They're everywhere. Uh, only thing you have to be careful when you're driving because they suddenly pop up right in the middle of the street. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's fabulous. Thank you. This This is actually... A huge waterfall, which, uh, um, you know, it's really spectacular. I think it's like a few hundred feet high or a hundred feet high at least, you know. But this is just a small section where with the wind, the water that was falling was, you know, moved every few seconds, every few seconds into this little um, cluster of rocks. And I saw the way it, it fell and then it just sort of broke down into little waterfalls. So this... I think I shot with a 500 2.8 lens. I just wanted to use a long lens and just take one little segment. And I shot a series of pictures. So uh, I like it. Each one is different. The only permanent structure there is the rock. But the falls looked each time. It looked different, you know, the way the water came down. Mm, nice tones. Really nice feeling there. Now to illustrate what I was just saying, I think the next picture is the same from the same rock but the whole thing looked very different mm. i shot about maybe 50 or 60 frames of this and at different shutter speed and that's one thing that everybody should experiment like uh, even when you do a waterfall the nice thing about having a digital camera is like uh, you can time it and then you see at what shutter speed you get the best blur or the movement uh, before when you use film you didn't have that thing you just guessed and you shot for like, uh, you know, two seconds, five seconds, and sometimes it's just a white streak. But here in digital, you can uh, check it each time, and depending on the speed of the water that's coming down, you'll get a, such a nice uh, movement. And uh, here is another one, you know, which is uh, the they're same all thing. Different, yeah. It's a little different, and the, the color a little bit shifted because it was cloudy and then it was sunny. So, uh, So this is something... Uh, I try to experiment, you know, whenever I go and shoot in different places. Mm. Very nice. This yeah. is, again, the black sand, yeah. Mm. And uh, I shot a series of pictures, and I, my composition, I wanted like a triangle, you know, going, uh, uh, you know, instead of a horizontal, I just wanted to go up. And uh, I each picture is different because as the wave comes in and when it goes back, in the black sand, it leaves tones of gray, you know, so I have about uh, 35 pictures, but all different. So I'm thinking of grouping like two or three like that together. Very nice. Oh, this, yeah. This is a simple composition just uh, to illustrate space, how you work it. And, and this is a vertical rock on the left, and then you have these little boulders, and then you see the sky in the back, and... And uh, somebody had parked a blue car in the front, so I just went behind the car, and what you see in the foreground is just a reflection on the blue-toned uh, car. So just a little abstraction. That fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, um, again, it's a little fishing village, and I like the way it looked, and 
And a lot of times I use, in my camera, I use a 50 to 200 millimeter lens, but with the the size of the chip in Olympus, which is half the size, so it's almost like a 100 to 400 millimeter focal length in a 35 millimeter, um, you know, framing. So I like this idea of using a long lens. This is almost like a 400 millimeter focal length, and it sort of a compresses, and I just wanted to show these like, uh, you know, like a flat um, squares of houses and colors. And so uh, that's one of the reasons I'm using a smaller chip camera because it also helps me with my uh, wildlife photography because it's so great I carry a 302.8, but it's actually in focal length like a 600.28 and I can handhold and shoot. Wow. Yeah, one of the things I noticed here is um, that some of the homes and many of the roofs are very brightly colored. Yes. I found a roof yesterday that was the, the most saturated, deeply tinted color of yellow I've ever seen. And where do you see a yellow roof? It was just fabulous. Exactly, yeah. No, it's it's amazing. And, and the colors here, it's, and especially on a gray day, you know, it's so great. Like mm -hmm. I know in India, I photograph in Rajasthan, it's all a brown desert. And when you see the women, they are dressed in the day glow pink and mm. yellow, and it's the same thing, uh, but a similar concept, but in a different situation. Oh, this is uh, in a museum where this gentleman sells. Uh, uh, it's like a it's, uh, fermented, fermented, that's, that's and, you were, that, and you were brave. You, I tasted you, it. you took a chunk and you ate. You know, so I just saw these. Uh, uh, skulls and just looked again like an abstract and mm -hmm. reminded me of uh, you know some some of the paintings i've seen and drawing so that's that's um that's that ah that's the portrait of addy i that's mean nice yeah and i we were just having breakfast one morning and the window light was coming in and addy was animated she was talking to all of us and i said just wait a minute and i ran to the car got my camera and took um one of the things I do, I just finished a book on Kashmir, which will be out next year. The whole uh, book, I worked with a five megapixel camera and uh, shot all of it without artificial light. And And uh, I love to use the artificial light just uh, with either with a reflector or the nice thing that I found in um, the Lightroom, uh, this I took for the highlight and I photographed and you have that uh, fill flash, which is an amazing feature. And I uh, really think that the, the, for the workflow that I do, uh, I'm going back now, I'm going to re-bring uh, all my Kashmir pictures back into Lightroom and work with it. And this way I can do all my manipulation very evenly. So even my book will have a nice look, you know. So uh, there are lots of features in Lightroom and I, really think that I can use uh, this as my workflow because I like to simplify everything. My, for me, uh, Photoshop is uh, great, but it's such a huge thing. And sometimes I have to go to different places to bring all these little uh, things that I want to do in my manipulation uh, or in my enhancement. But here, it's so nicely organized that I can just run through one to, you know, whatever 15 moves that I want to make. Um, and it's got all the things there, and even to saturate, to you know, make your give a little body to your uh, your photograph. You know, it's all uh, at your fingertip.
or with a slider, I must say. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think you certainly captured her here. And, and I think what's interesting about this photograph is now I'm looking at Addie and seeing that she looks very Icelandic in this picture. Yes, I think she is from here, right? She yeah. is. Yeah, so it's great. And but I don't see that when I'm back at the, in, oh, the, yeah. in the States. <laughs> That's right. We all camouflage wherever we go. Right? <laughs> well, John, thank you so much for sharing your photographs. It looks like you're going to take home some new pictures. Yes, thank you. And I think it's been such a good experience. And meeting you was a big, the same way. It's a pleasure, honor. And it was great. All the people who were here were just wonderful. You know, each one, they shared all their knowledge with us. And, you know, which was great. Thank you. You're welcome. So now we have to get uh, Iberionics together and do a podcast with the three of us. Yes, that'll be <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Close the loop. Yes. And he's a great guy. And uh, I've been friends with him for quite some time now. But recently he did an interview. It's going to be an outdoor photographer in the next issue, I think. So about my printing skills and how I use uh, Photoshop and, you know, from 30 years of uh, being in film uh, and then to uh, change over to digital, which was a big thing for me, but but in many ways uh, I would never go back. I think where I'm at now, it's, I'm really happy and we are progressing each day. We are coming out with new inventions, new and uh, digital uh, printing and all of it, it's still in the infancy. Uh, it's not completed yet, but I'm so amazed how far we've gone. We've taken such a big leap, you know. So I'm really thrilled that at age 63, I can still learn a little skills and just keep going. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, you're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks, John.